You're now tuned into another episode of The Underground. Each week, we dive into what it means to create, nurture, and live in communities everywhere. This is The Underground with Ryan Moore and Justin Lon Carrick. Welcome, welcome to another episode of The Underground. My name is Justin, and I'm actually not here with Ryan today, which is kind of fun. We're starting off a little different. Ryan couldn't make this recording, so I thought, you know, hey, let's invite someone fun on because we've got something to talk about. We'll hear from Ryan in a few minutes, but here's the deal. A couple of months ago, I started batting around ideas in my head about what the heck I wanted to do with client events and and kind of keeping my clients for my business engaged in me and my business. And I came up with a couple of ideas and started thinking about a few things and getting the word out. And I don't know, probably like three weeks ago, maybe I reached out to Gina, who's with me now. And I said, Hey, Gina, I, I want to do this client event for kids, kind of have some sort of family event. And what do you think? Can you come up with some ideas and we can work together on this and somehow? And Little did I know the beast I was unleashing. I don't know what happened, Gina, but <laughs> so, so Gina is from Radiant Girls and we've had her on the podcast before and we've had, she's been on my channels and we've done all kinds of things. Uh, some of you that follow me might know that I smeared like honey and oats all over my face for Gina a few months ago. Yeah. But the thing was, is that we, we sort of, Gina came back to me and said like, what about a scavenger hunt? And I was like, that's cool. Let, that's a good idea. And it's, and it started with this little client event, but then somehow it turned into, why don't we get the whole community involved? Like the whole city involved. So what the heck were we thinking, Gina? (laughs) Well, I know what I was thinking. I mean, I love putting events together, you know, whether it's a camp or whether it's a, a, a retreat or anything like that. So when you asked me if I could put an event together, I don't know, I go big or go home, right? And so I I had an idea, but then this collaboration kind of expanded it and pushed the boundaries. And now it's something pretty big. Like, so I thought it was going to be you and me taking people and kids through all these checkpoints through the city. And now we've got, like, what do we got? We got the city involved. Mm -hmm. We've got like local businesses, fire department. Fire department, yep. We've got local charities. Yep multiple uh, charities like so yeah this thing has gone huge like so it's like yeah. two chair two different charitable donations we got five or six businesses that are like we've got a, we've coming up with some amazing little events to do at each of these businesses this has gone huge so we're looking for 50 families now too which i think initially like to have a client event for you know 10 15 people or whatever great now we're like 50 families that could be upwards of 200 people or more. Well, I, you know, I thought when we, and, and to be fair, I think when we said that 50, we were like, yeah, well, we'll put it at 50, but we'll probably get 25. And now yeah. I think like we're going to be sold out and we're going to have to do this again, Justin. Like, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Maybe we'll need to do like a midsummer one. So, yeah. so let's, t- let's talk us through, let's, I'll let you start. Like, let's talk about what we're like, what exactly the, the structure of this is going to be. So we're looking for like families are going to come or, or get on Zoom or, or yeah. Facebook okay. Live on the day of, and then what's going to happen? 
Yeah, I mean, we're trying to work with this virtual, you know, environment and making sure that people stay safe and are in the midst of COVID and and all that fun stuff. But we also want them to get back to normal and whatever normal is and engage with local community, see, get outside, have some fun, break out of those patterns that they that they've been in. And support local businesses because they've really, what, how many weeks have they been open this past year? Like, I don't know, six or something crazy like that. And they're just opening a lot of them for business today, the day of our recording. (laughs) Exactly. So, um, so the way that it's structured is that they're going to, everybody's going to get together on zoom. We're going to be able to connect with them. They're going to build a team name. They're going to very clearly know what the rules of the game are and what they're allowed to do, what they're not allowed to do. And, and what they should do to prepare to, to, to take off. And then we're going to open up the app. They're going to be following an app where all the checkpoints are on there. They're going to create their own adventure so they can go in whatever direction they'd like. They will be required to, to connect with the local businesses that, that are involved to do a challenge or collect something or donate something. And then, and then they can venture off and they're going to be seeing parts of Burlington they've never seen before. They're going to be doing things in some of the local parks and some of the local areas that they've never done before. There's, there's a lot of cool stuff. You know, we've, I don't want to give away some of the, the things that we're no. doing, but yeah. they're going to be some physical activity, like mm-hmm. not sweating and, you know, and, and strenuous, but they're going to be some interesting interesting activities that are fun and engaging and the kids are going to have fun. The parents are going to have fun. I'm excited. I don't know. So once that wraps up, they're going to head up, head home. And then we join all together again, virtually, and there's going to be awards and there's going to be some big prizes. So, um, like I what? like prizes. I, I like know. Prizes. Yeah, <laughs> well, and I'll tell you what, in doing some of the research that we've done for this to try to figure out where we want people to go and so on, I didn't realize how much cool stuff is in Burlington and I, I lived agree. here my entire life. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, what the heck? This, this huge list of things that we could possibly yeah. have access to. And it's all public domain. Like you can just walk up and look at this stuff. So it's pretty yeah. cool. So hopefully yeah. we'll be teaching a few people about some of the cool stuff. My wife's from England actually. And she often said like when she took me back there, we went on a bus stop tour of London and she's lived, she lived there her whole life and she'd never been on any of those tours or anything like that. And she's often said that that bus stop tour was the most fun she's had in London. And there's so much stuff she learned from that. So it's kind of the same idea. We're, it's we're, similar, very similar. I agree. Yeah. I'm learning tons about it. And I went around looking for some of these checkpoints and I spotted some things that I had come across and I was like, Oh, that's what that thing is. And oh, look, I had walked past this like dozens of times and never even noticed. So I, I agree. I think people are going to get a good sense of some of the art, some of the monuments, some of the importance, uh, so, you know, the history of Burlington and notice things and, and be a part of things that they hadn't before, no matter how long you've lived here. So that's awesome. So the we're going to put the sign-up details in the show notes below. And wherever you're viewing, probably if you've seen this on a podcast or a, excuse me, a social media post or something, I'm sure there'll be sign-up details there as well. But yeah, so June 26th from 11 to 1, or be prepared to be ready for 11, 11 a.m., and, and be able to drive around for a couple hours with your family and have a blast. Exactly. And we have a website. We do have a website. So familyadventure.ca. Awesome. And, and, our, and our Facebook page is Family Adventure Race. 
So you should be able to find us then. And, and this is 2021. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. you know, how long your podcasts are going to, you know, yeah. but, yeah. but if it's not, tw- if you're listening to this and it's not 2021, you missed then it. We'll Look for another event that we'll host. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, Gina. Well, that's awesome. I appreciate you coming on and, and promoting with, with me to get this thing out there. And I'm, I'm freaking out, but I'm super excited. This is going to be so much fun. It will. Thank you so much, Justin. All right. Well, finally, we've got Ryan back. (laughs) He went missing for a little while. (laughs) What's up, bud? What's up, bud? We were all missing that at the beginning of the podcast. My kids are going to be like, where was the what's up, bud? I'm like, well, Ryan wasn't there. What can I do? It felt empty. It felt a little bit empty. (laughs) Yeah, I'm joining Justin a little bit late. I had uh, had to do some interviewing at work. Probably too late by the time this this podcast comes out, but we're hiring a Zamboni driver. Everyone's, every Canadian's dream. (laughs) Not a Zamboni grass cutter. No. But a Zamboni driver, <laughs> dude. That one went. That's viral, eh? That one. Oh, went, I saw yeah. it on. I saw it on TSN, my friend. It was awesome. <laughs> okay, so I have some inside information. Oh. So Spencer is a buddy of mine. He's been on this podcast. I got a new Zamboni, and so our old Zamboni is parked out back at the pond. So I called him up and I was like, "Hey, bud, I know you like this is pure Canadiana. Like, do you want to come rip around on the Zamboni for some content? Help a buddy out, right? Like, yep." So I got him out, I get him there and I'm like, you know, what would be funny is if you put it out on the field there and make it look like you're cutting grass. <laughs> and so he's, so he goes out there and he does it. And then I'm like, you know what, let's put some, let's put some grass inside the bin and then dump it, make it look like it's doing it. So when you read through the comments on this, <laughs> on that post, people think that it's a real lawnmower. People, people think he's out there cutting the grass and like, I'm getting messages asking like, can I buy your lawnmower? And I'm like, I don't have a lawnmower for sale. <laughs> That's incredible. But, but we, you know, uh, no, can my, I just my, say, uh, we need to set that up. Information, my inside information is it's probably going to Fox news, CNN, ESPN No way. have all asked for it. So they're just working on legal rights now because there's a couple other people that have already got rights for it. The rights for the NFT. no kidding yeah basically but um, that's crazy no that's amazing that's i i we keep coming up with good business ideas the zamboni lawn cutting machine is what we need after after i did that yeah i was like you know you just put three you put three blades there's more than enough room in that in the guts of that thing you put three blades Mm -hmm. going across the back of it Mm -hmm. it's controlled by hydraulics so you're Mm -hmm. perfect there for your height and everything and then just get some kind of vacuum system instead of an auger system through mm-hmm. the the center mm-hmm. and suck the sucks everything right up, up into yep. the bin. Yeah, and then you can. So what it would be perfect for would be some big rich guy's huge yard to have fun and rip around the yard. Yeah, totally. What would a new riding mower run you? Like what? What? Like so, decent- so the the good one. So my mom bought one a few years back because she had three acres, but when she lived in the country. And she, she had a, like a little John Deere that used to take three and a half hours. So she went to one of the places down here in Burlington that supplies all the golf, all the golf places up North in North Burlington here. And she bought one for five grand. It was one of those zero clearance, like zero turn, whatever they call that. And it was, it took the time from like three and a half hours down to like an hour and 20 minutes to cut the lawn. And it was incredible. And it was five grand. So that was like a really deep and it was used too. Because it had come off a golf course because what they do is they lease them to the golf course and after a yeah. few years, the golf course gives them back and they sell them off to the public. So That's smart for maintenance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so 
I guess uh, five grand for a used, really good machine. So I'm sure you could get more than five grand for that thing. Well, we're, yeah, we'll put it out there on the podcast if you're listening. There is a Zamboni for sale. It is ten thousand, is what we're asking right now. Yep, Zambonis new are around a hundred grand to two hundred grand. Mm-hmm. So it's a tenth of its. Uh, it does have a small hydraulic leak, mm-hmm. but it's controllable. You just put hydraulic fluid in once a month, and the hydraulics all work perfect. Excellent. So we, we're selling Zambonis now. I love it. <laughs> you know what? That's that's the thing is like, what, what kind of a market? Like people are like, so you selling that thing? And I'm like, yeah, you know anyone? Yeah. Well, you, you know, know given the size, but, but let me tell you this, given the size of your rink, I've seen rinks in property and for example, just like complete example, Southeast Oakville that are larger than your rink in mm-hmm. people's backyards yep. and could totally take on that Zamboni. Yeah. Right. Cause that Absolutely. Zamboni that's- is perfect for that. That's the market I'm kind of looking mm-hmm. for. I, I think that's who it is. Or sometimes if people want to park it at their cottage, when yep. the lake gets thick enough, you can put a Zamboni out on the lake. Yep. It'd be perfect for that type of situation. But yeah, so I guess I'm going to try and use this podcast to become a <laughs> Zamboni salesman here. It's If you know if you know of anyone that wants a Zamboni, you guys got our contacts. I'm, I got a Zamboni for sale. That's awesome. I love that. I'm not buying one anytime soon. Our rink wasn't big enough for it. Uh, <laughs> no, I think Justin, though, you could buy it as like a sales, as a marketing. If I just, just drive around Burlington with a big JL Realty on it, <laughs> show up to sell a home, show up to show up to a showing with a Zamboni, just rolling up. <laughs> loud! It's so they're so loud. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? Nothing. Hey, just- let me let me take care of your driveway for you. You need that shoveled here. Let me just get that for you. <laughs> My goodness, that's great. So, you know, 5G is a thing. Yes. You were you were telling me just before we started that you just got it or what what's the story there? I remember so you I, said to me, let's save for the podcast. So, okay, let's do this. Yeah. What what's going on with your 5G? Okay, I have the iPhone 12, 12 Max or whatever it's called. I, I can't keep Yeah, yeah, which is a 5G like it's, it, it it can use the 5G network. It's the newest it's the newest iPhone. It's it's 5G capable. Right. So I just I was using it and I, I got it I think January-ish. So I've been using it and I just figured okay maybe Burlington doesn't have 5G cuz I haven't had 5G popping up. And then one then my dad got the same phone and I was doing work on his phone and I noticed it said 5G and I was sitting in Burlington and I'm like well, what the heck? But yours mine, didn't. Why isn't mine 5G? <laughs> so we're on the same phone bill. It's a business phone, everything like that. We have the same SIM card, everything. There's no SIM card difference. Couldn't figure it out. I had to take it into Bell. And they switched my plan over to 5G. So that's if you if you have a 5G phone out there and you're not getting 5G, it's not everywhere. You, you, you travel around and it'll fade in and out and you'll go LTE, 5G, LTE, 5G, 3G. But you need to go to Bell and you have to get your plan changed to a 5G plan. Mm-hmm. And oh. then it'll start picking up 5G oh, signal. I see. Didn't cost me any extra. Wasn't, wasn't, isn't a price increase or anything, but they just have to switch your plan over to accept 5G. So they had left your phone in particular on whatever the old plan was. They hadn't switched it over. Yeah. So I'm like, have this phone. I'm like, Oh yeah, it's good. It's supposed to have great speed and stuff like that. And, but even so, even so Justin, mm. I'm, I got the 5g now and it still isn't 5g when you're certain areas. Yes. It's amazing. 
But like I was driving here right before this podcast from the pond to, to record here. I was driving home. Yeah. And my phone was in 5G. Yep. Three bars out of five. And I was having trouble pulling up music on my <sighs> Apple Music. And I'm like, I'm in 5G with three bars and I'm sitting at a red light and I couldn't search and load a song. It wouldn't, mm. just the reception wasn't good enough. So I'm like... Oh, what, what was the point? <laughs> there's a, so there's uh, often, so, okay. So let's step back for a second. I have a guy that sold me my, uh, has sold me all my phones for the last, I don't know, five years, maybe more. And every year I seem to get a new phone because if it's not mine, it's Andrea's. If it's not Andrea's, it's now one of the kids who wants a phone and has to upgrade. I just upgraded Roman's phone because he, <laughs> he looked, <laughs> Every now and then he takes a bath and he, I shouldn't say this out loud, but whatever. He takes a bath and he's watching like a video in the bath and he must have like, or the humidity must have got into the phone. So anyway, it screwed it all up. Anyway. So this guy, I asked him, Hey, what's the deal with 5g? Why is this? It doesn't seem like, like you, it doesn't seem like it's always 5g. And he goes, well, they have the tower set up and they're started. They're continuing to build the network, but it's almost like there's like a dial on the 5g where it's like, They've got it a quarter of the way up. It hasn't, they haven't dialed up the 5G to 100% yet because there's not enough uptake on it yet. Yeah, not enough users. Right. So he's like, if we turn up the 5G network, that's going to cost us X amount, but not enough people are on it to justify running the 5G network. So we're technically not at full 5G yet, but it is out there. Uh, And all the towers have, most of the towers have been installed in the, what I would call urban areas, I guess. Because that's, yeah, so that makes complete sense because I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm on 5G and I cannot notice a difference between LTE and 5G. You no. notice a huge difference between 3G and LTE. Yep. That, was, that was a major jump. But So I read up on it and this 5G is like, obviously, this is an obvious statement, but 5G is the future. It's going to yep. be like our, our cell phone systems for the next 20 years-ish unless they make a a bigger, somehow a bigger advancement. But this 5G is just supposed to be able to increase our video, our music, our transaction rate. So the world of cryptocurrencies becoming popular, the 5G is going to help with speeding up how transactions are happening. Right. Yeah, you're going to have the whole country of El Salvador now is going Bitcoin, so. (laughs) Well, interestingly, so I've just been, Oh, I've seen a lot on my phone H plus. Have you seen that on your phone before? No, it's that my phone captures the, catches the H plus network a lot. So it's through the, Oh, I've, I've gotten this when I go to the States when I'm roaming. Yeah. So it's, it's the network above three G before four G and LTE. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, when I'm driving around now, I'm going to just preface with, I have a Google pixel five or whatever the latest version of the Google pixel is with the five G. And so I get H plus a lot on my phone. And I find that frustrating from the standpoint of, as you know, like I'm the same as you. I use my phone a lot when I'm out. So I'll have emails coming in. I'll have, I'll sit with a client and instead of connecting my computer to the, like, I don't ask for their Wi-Fi network. I just turn on my hotspot and I'll the go hotspot. on. Yeah. And I find that it just, it's H plus. I asked my guy, like, what's the deal? And he goes, well, that's a very fast data network, but it's still not LTE and it's still not 5G. So I don't know. I can't explain how this works, but it's it seems to me that I never get the full bandwidth of anything either. 
Yeah. Well, that's exactly what it is. It's bandwidth, pure and pure and simple. It's, it's how fast it can travel on bandwidth and how wide the bandwidth is, how large the bandwidth is. I got a question for you. So today, the day we're recording is Friday, June 11th, I think we are. Today is like a big day in Ontario because step big. one of our reopening is happening. Massive. So... <laughs> It's, I mean, it's huge for, for retail and so on and so forth. There's, we, someone posted online somewhere that we should do a drinking game every time someone mentions the retail reopening or lines out there that we should take <laughs> a drink on Facebook. So, um, I'll get real sloppy. I know it would. My question to you is this. So I've, we talked about it a couple episodes ago. I'm planning a trip with the boys out to Algonquin. What trips are you planning now I know you in general, you'd like to go to Florida cause you do that all the time anyway. Is there yeah. anything else in your, in your repertoire? Are you going up North? Are you doing anything else for the summer? want to get to a cottage. I got friends and family and everything that have cottages. So I think that will, that's inevitable that that'll happen at some point. Somehow we'll make that happen. I have heard, I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but I have heard starting in July, if you are double vaccinated, there is no quarantine to cross the border to go back and forth. So my thing is, yeah, I would love to go to Florida, but this time of year it gets too hot for me. It's nicer here, in my opinion, at this time of year. Like I've been in Florida in July and I've walked across a blacktop with rubber flip flops and the flip flops, I'm not joking. No, forget it. Yeah, I know. Like hundred percent humidity, 110 degrees outside. It's not, like if you're not at the beach with the breeze, it's unbearable. It's you're not mm-hmm. outside. You go to restaurants, no one's on patios. They're all inside in the air yep. conditioning. Yep. But I think if I'm double vaccinated, I will feel safe. I know there are concerts and stuff that will be going on in the States. I've heard that. And so I think I'd like to get to a, a concert or two. Yeah, I've heard concerts are are rolling back up. I bet you, you could probably get to a couple sporting events down there. I mean, look at what they did. The Indianapolis 500 for God's sake was rammed. (laughs) So I'm sure you could get down for something like that. Well, imagine this next round of playoffs of hockey playoffs. I know I always take it back to hockey, but imagine this next round Montreal is, I think they said they're going to be allowing 5,000 now in Montreal, in Montreal, but you're going, you're playing. I think they're playing Vegas 20,000. Oh, it's going to be insane down there. Yeah, they're gonna. So that's gonna. Oh, the energy! And they pump Vegas pumps that crowd up huge. Yep, cocaine and hookers. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, and actors. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And imaginary friends. Yeah, but you're gonna go there and and have to perform in front of that. Mm -hmm. Just a hostile crowd towards you. Mm -hmm. Come back. I mean, five thousand will feel, but at the Bell Center too. It's a big place. Holds twenty-one thousand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, like, it's going to be make a difference, I think. But, uh, well, I think we'll that's see. what I miss, though. I like I miss those live events. So, for example, I think again we've talked about this before, but I've actually signed up for and going to watch a Blue Rodeo concert tonight. For example, yeah. so that'll be fun. But it's like on my TV at home. Yeah. We watched a we watched a, an AJR concert for my kids. Again, you know, in at night we it was in the winter, so it was darker earlier. But we turned all the lights down, had the music blast, like had the TV blasting, whatever. It was great, but it's still not the same as having everybody around and bopping your head and dancing with the crowd and the whole works, right? So, um, it, it 
you know what I'm most looking forward to along those lines of like what you just said and everything. I'm looking forward to not having to plan in general. Yeah, that's a great point. Like if you need to go shopping, you have to plan it. If you want to get food, you have to plan it. If you want to watch a blue rodeo concert, mm. you have to plan it. So even now, uh, I had we my son's graduating from grade eight. Yay! And so we we wanted to go out for lunch or eat like a early dinner kind of thing. You have to go online and book. You can't, you can't, I mean, they might have walk-ins, but when you have a patio with like 15 tables, how many walk-ins are they going to really allow yeah, if they've got all the tables yeah. and social distance? So, I mean, especially with our family, cause we got five and the, the reco- they have an acceptance for five people, but they, the, like you can book for four online. You have to call in if you have five. So it becomes a bigger pain in the butt anyway. Cause just cause we have five, I said, I didn't want my fifth kid, my, like my third kid. So whatever. Doesn't matter. Your fifth That's kid. Fifth kid. I wish you are the fifth kid. <laughs> I am the fifth kid, but yeah, you're right. So I, it's funny that you say that because my whole thing is you hop out one like Thursday afternoon and you're like, Hey, well, my wife, I'd be, I'd be like, Hey, let's go out for lunch or Hey, let's go out for dinner today and like leave the kids at home. Cause they're old enough. Now you just can't, you have to plan everything. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of, it's weird. You're going to laugh when I say this, I'm kind of an introvert. Like I, I could stay at home and never talk to anybody again. And I'd be other than my family and I'd be fine. Right. I don't really care. I, you know, people are like, well, but you're in sales and you have all these videos that you do and you look so, and I'm like, yeah, but you know, (laughs) funny enough, Justin, before we move on from that, I am pretty similar. Yeah. In that sense. I am a talker. I talk. Yeah. No shit. But when I'm home alone, (laughs) yeah. But when I, when I'm home alone, I'm perfectly content Mm. being quiet and by myself and just doing my own thing. Yeah. I'm the same. And like even our trip up to the Algonquin there, I'm so excited about it because just the three of us, we're going to disappear up into the wilderness and you know, like no phone. I'm excited (laughs) to hear how this goes. Oh my God. I'm I'm not saying any ill will, but no, no, there's going to be bumps in this road. There is. I'm fully (laughs) expecting it. We set the kids outside to set up the tent in our backyard yesterday during lunch hour because my whole thing for this trip is trying to create independence a little bit too. So I thought, you know what, if we're going to go there for skills, yeah, life skills. So I'm like, if we're going to go there for three nights, I don't want to have to, I'm going to be the one carrying the canoe. Let's be honest. Now I might try to figure out if Roman and I can carry it together, but for the most part, I mean, it's 33 pounds. It's an ultralight canoe. You know, I'll be able to carry it, but I'm going to carry the canoe over all these portages. I don't want to show up at the thing and then have to put up a tent. You know, I want to make them do it. Like, so I got them out in the backyard doing it. Oh, they got to pull their weight. So they start, they, the first thing they do is they pull out the, you know, the, the stakes, like the long bits that kind of hold the tent the together. The connector, yeah. The connector things. And like Ethan's swinging it like a baseball bat at Roman. And I'm like, oh God, here we go. I purposely made them go outside yesterday because it was super windy. So I wanted them to get a sense of what it was like to put up a tent while the wind is blowing. And so I said, you got to get some heavy things to put in the corner so that you can, you know, get it all together. Got it all together. Ethan, the Joker, I'm like, Hey, go get the steak, uh, the steaks and put them in the end. He's like, what do those taste like? I'm like, you're such an idiot. (laughs) Cheeky little bugger. Anyway. So we got it up and down and it was great. And so now they've done it once. Now I can walk them through it again when we get there, but I'm with you. I've, I'm making it very clear every day as we get closer. This is a trip where we're going to do what we're going to do and where there's no complaining. 
we've got to get through the things we're going to, and you, I promise you guys, we are going to enjoy every second of it. I'm going to take you to see old abandoned farms and old abandoned. There's like an old abandoned resort up there. We're going to, I would. Okay. So you need to reach out to Brandon. And just get a little update on uh, some haunted areas up there. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And so so we're going to go and look at a couple things like that. And we're going to do the portaging. There's going to be a dam. There's going to be waterfalls. There's going to be all kinds of amazing things. But in order to do those things, we have to, like, there's no complaining. Like, the first day, we're going to be paddling for two or three hours. Yeah. We can't complain about that. It's going to, it might be hot. It might be windy. It might be rainy. It might be whatever. We just have to put our heads down and keep going. Yeah. Well, yeah. I like that mentality, especially like, I mean, obviously that's an awesome mentality to take. And it's kind of like one of those things like, guys, we're going out there. Once we're out there, we're out there. So we got to finish this. We got to fall through on this. We can't just, or else it's, or else it's dad sitting there controlling the canoe the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't mind con- I don't mind the controlling the canoe part. I can handle being at the back of the canoe and doing that. And I'm going to have to paddle. Be, I'm the heaviest anyway, so you don't want me being on the front of the canoe otherwise no one no. Will, it'll never turn. The reality is is that I'd prefer not to have to do all the heavy lifting everywhere else as well. I want to spread yeah. the the load of everybody and this is like a life event, like a life learning lesson like you said. And and I really do believe that we should we should spread the love when it comes to all this stuff like, you know, so so I, I'm going to teach him how to cook the food and start the fire and all that stuff. Although apparently it's in a, apparently it's in a, what do you call it? Like a, they're in like a fire, extreme fire thing right now. So we'll see oh, how that no goes burn. into July. So we may have no burn. We may have to only just use our little camp, little stove yeah, thing. Get some, get some rain and. Yeah. So. Well, teamwork makes the dream work. Teamwork so. does make the dream work. Yeah. So life lessons, it should be fun. And you know, like I said, we'll update you after we're all done and we're only a couple weeks away. One little quick thing about it is super hard to shop for this stuff online, super personalized stuff. I don't know if we talked about this already, but I'm so excited mm-hmm. that we're getting to go to the stores Open. now to buy some stuff. Well, because- I'm, I, I'm, I'm after we're done here, Justin, I'm going to go buy a weed whacker. Oh. I refuse to buy it online. That's <laughs> not a purchase I make online. I need to hold it. <laughs> I need to, when I make my purchase, you know, oh, but- my goodness. <laughs> Going back to what you said with like, you know, teamwork, we're all Ontarians and we're all tying into what you were just bringing up there, going in back into stores. Yep. We're all on the same team here in Ontario. Have you, uh, have you moved up your second dose of your vaccine yet or? You know what? No, um, I guess I should. I don't know what the, I, I, you know, we just got, we just got put into the emergency zone. We're 12 plus is now second dose starting on Monday. So here's my thing is that Andrea set me up on the first dose in the first place. So I have no idea what to do to get the second dose. I have to look into it. (laughs) So I got the first dose, I don't know, over a month ago now. And my second dose is supposed to be in August. I have a bunch of friends who have already had their second dose. They're in their twenties. Yeah. And they've already gotten their second dose. So hot tip for all those people out there looking for a second dose. If you're over 28 days from your first dose at the end of the day, start calling and and walking into pharmacies because pharmacies are getting 40, 50 vaccines at a time and they only have 25, 30 appointments. Right. Is there, just trying to think of it. Is there a, it's supposed to be, is it 28 days? I thought it was six weeks was the time frame. I don't know, whatever. But the point is 28, 28 days is the, is health for your health. You need to be outside of 28 days for the actual vaccine, just mm -hmm. health wise. Mm -hmm. 
three weeks or whatever it is. And then the, the, the six weeks was just the policy that Canada put in. Right. But, but the policy is vaccinate now that no one's following. It doesn't make sense that they would give me a booster vaccine like six months later. It feels like, (laughs) like, you know, by that time, Justin, in all honesty, by that time, it might not be as great for you. Mm, Yeah. Like, like they were doing that, but it's, it's all speeding up. Like, Burlington just while Halton got put into the emergency zone. And I don't understand that. I go and look at our numbers. We had five cases yesterday and yeah. somehow we're an emergency zone by, by fine by me. Cause there's now we're allowed to get more vaccines. There's been a few days that Halton as a whole has had zero new cases. There's been a, yeah, and a chunk of time. So I think it's cause we're surrounded mm. by hot spots. Mm. So they just kind of put, because I guess if we open and they're going to send it all, all the people are just going to come. Well, to our this area. is what we, the conversation we were having six months ago where they would open certain things and, but keep Toronto closed and all the Toronto Mississaugans were coming here. Yeah. So Justin, I've put my time in, I've, <laughs> I've worked hard to, to do my part mm-hmm. in this whole worldwide pandemic, but I am, I'm done. I'm done with it. Yep. I am ready to shake hands. <laughs> I am full on ready to embrace that. I like earlier I was like, what's it going to be like when we start opening up? Am I going to be cautious or anything? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I am just so exhausted mm. that I am. I'm probably once I'm second dose, I'm going to jump head first into. Are back you going to hug me when we see each other? <laughs> well, not you, but <laughs> Last time I did that, it's kind of I smelt weird for a day. So, Oof. hey, easy. No, Let's I'm not tell people. Justin smells. Justin smells nice, guys. <laughs> no, I'm oh, the same. Oh, I'm not a big oh, handshaker. I don't like handshaking. I don't know. I'm weird like that. I I like the fist bump thing we've gotten into with people. Like the, yeah. yeah, I don't mind that. I hockey world handshakes are a big deal. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, Hockey world, it's your coach, your teammates, everything. You come into a new room, it's a firm mm-hmm. handshake. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of one of those unwritten things. You hit, you shake the man's hand when you come into a team, a GM, yep. anything in hockey, your trainer. Yep. It's kind of just, I, like, I'm sure there's I'm sure many, many, many places out there that's the norm. But uh-huh. for hockey, it's it's a handshake world. At the end of a series, you shake their hand. You It's a respect thing for us in the hockey world, even though. Well, one of the things my mom taught me right early on in the real estate in my real estate career was when you do an open house, which again, we haven't done open houses in over a year. When people walk in the front door, you should walk straight up to them, put your hand out and say, hi, I'm Justin. Like just a comfortable, like, you know, not in your face, like, hi, I'm Justin. But like, hey, I'm Justin. And then shake their hand right away because it immediately breaks the barrier of like, oh, you're the sales guy or whatever. It's just, an, you know, and it, and it works because people break down and they go, oh, hey, I'm Tom and I'm Kate or whatever. And like, you know, you, you get to know people that way. So funny story to, to end on that story. Funny fact to end on. I All think right. uh, you, you, you just did. We're watch, I'm watching Justin on video here and I just saw him <laughs> extend his hand forward and it just made me think, I know this weird psychology thing and everyone out there can try it. If someone is talking on the phone, hand them something and they will accept it every single time. So, so if I was on the phone right now and you were in front of me, you just hand and me I just something. Handed you something, you would accept it. It's a psychology thing that happens. If someone's talking on the phone, just hand them something random, and they'll they'll just grab it and hold it. Okay, so watch <laughs> out for my Instagram in the next couple of days because I'm going to try this with my wife. <laughs> yeah, it will happen. It's it's it, it's it's on Instagram. It's on social media out there. It's something about psychology. Your brain's just not able to multitask that way. 
So then just hand them something completely random, like a banana. Or something, like, you know, like just, yes. Perfect. <laughs> I'm holding up a, I'm holding a big up a pencil. <laughs> it's a giant stuffed pencil. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah. going to use. Just hand, like, don't smile or anything. Just kind of calmly walk up, hand it, and walk away. Mm. And then at the end of the phone call, just look at her and be <laughs> See like, See what they've done with why, why are you still holding that? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I'm totally doing this, just so you know. My daughter loves pranks, so I'm going to get her in on it. We're going to do it together. I'm probably going to get her to film it, and then I'll just walk up and do it. If you want to if you want to go down, a, I got a good YouTube rabbit hole for everyone out there. Just look up psychology pranks, <laughs> and, and they are the best type of pranks because you can just mess with people's minds so easily. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll do it on a different podcast, Justin, but I, but I can predict what you're going to say type of thing. Ooh. Let's, do that. Let's do that next week. A, I can ask you a bunch, a bunch of questions, and then I will predict what you are um, thinking. Wow. There you go. It's magic. Well, next week's my birthday, so we're going to be recording on the Friday after my birthday, I think, because Thursday we're going to go to the zoo. 36 years old. Congratulations. <laughs> I wish. I don't even remember what 36 was like anymore. It's been such a blur. I'm just trying to make it there. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so Father's Day and my birthday right in the same weekend, which is You're fun. going to the zoo? We're going to the zoo on Wednesday. So they opened it up for members only. And I actually, just really quickly, I actually looked at it and I'm like, okay, members only. And then I looked at what the membership costs and what the actual cost of the tickets would have been. And I'm like, there's like a $20 difference for my family. So I might as well just buy the family membership and then I can go multiple times and, you know, for the summer. Well, it's awesome. If you're in the zookeeper uh, paddock in the zookeeper <laughs> house, or not the zookeeper, the aquatics aquarium, amphibians. And that's amphibians, the word I was yeah. For, the amphibian house. You know, my stepsister is the zookeeper for them. No so, way. Yeah. So if you see Donnell in the amphibian house, uh, she, she mostly takes care of the turtles, oh. but works with all the amphibians. I am going to look out for her now. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I don't know if she'll be working, but I'm waving around this pencil now. Still, I'm all so excited about this thing. All yeah. right, well, we check out his Instagram. Check out my Instagram next I week. Say it's going to get... happen. <laughs> well, either that or your. I don't know what your relationship with your wife is because, like, maybe she'll just look at you and be like, "You're an idiot." Yeah. No, I'm sure she'll take it. I'm nearly positive because, yeah, we're going to make this happen. This is <laughs> such a stupid. Thing. I know. We're so childish. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, thanks for listening and. What are we saying? Go Habs, go now? I don't even know. No. no. Oh, no. sorry. We're Jeez. saying enjoy the weather, get out on those patios, support small business. Support small business, be safe, have a good week. That was another episode of The Underground. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Also, follow Justin on Facebook and see what he's up to in the real estate world at Justin Carrick. And check out what Ryan is doing on the ice at more.hockey.